Alright, what's up guys? We're back. We got another episode. Um, it's been a little bit. Uh, I just recently, me and the All I Need crew went to Ocean City for the Dew Tour, which was really cool. Um, they invited us out to compete, me and Timmy Knuth, and then um, they also gave us a booth this year, which was like our first time ever having like a booth set up somewhere, and uh, Ocean City is pretty crazy. Have you guys ever been? Nope. No, not yet. Uh, or Maryland. Maryland. Maryland, yeah. Okay. Um, it's pretty, it's nice. It's a nice place. It's like, a, like right on, they built the ranch right on the beach. Uh, there was a boardwalk. It was beautiful. Like, I guess throughout the whole weekend, there's like a hundred thousand people that come in and out of the contest. Wow. So we just gave away a lot of free shit. Nice. Wow. Um, and that was awesome. It was really cool. Um, Vision Streetwear helped us out, gave us like 150 t-shirts to give away, um, posters for all I need we got uh, all I need t-shirts we got about 10 boards which was amazing um, and yeah we got a lot of cool things going on with all I need so if you want to support um, all I need you can go to all I need check everything out um, also active ride shop um, they're selling our boards online right now so if you want to support and buy one from there that would help us out a lot they're kind of doing like a uh, trial basis like if we can sell so many boards online they'll bring us into their their stores and they have 20 skate shops in Southern California so um, yeah so if you want to help out that would help uh, next we could put is, a link up for you yeah yeah, yeah please I please can that up on Facebook. Sure. awesome awesome and uh, next is Sosa Skate Shop, which I'm sure you guys have heard of. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. New Bedford. Yeah, exactly. New Bedford's amazing. And uh, Solstice has been there for like 16, 17 years. Something ridiculous. Like, I can't imagine. It's not like you make a ton of money running a skate shop uh, and Jay holds it down and has had, has built an amazing skate scene and kept it going for years. And uh, I can't say enough good things. So if you're around the area and you need a skate shop to skate to go buy your skate stuff at, that's the spot. That's where I get my bearings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for yep. your skates? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't even realize it's the same. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Same bearings, different well. wheels. <laughs> All right. So today <laughs> we have the Mass Attack Roller Derby girls here. I'm gonna have them kind of introduce themselves one at a time. So when you hear their voice, you'll know who's who. To my right is. Gwen Animals Attack. All right. Beautiful Banshee. Sure rest in peace. Awesome. I like it. It's kind of like um, stage names. Yeah. It's yes. very cool. Yeah, yeah. stage names are alternate personalities. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's very yeah. cool. Um, so right away, now that you mentioned bearings, how many do you use? We, How many bearings? Two in each eight, wheel? Eight on each skate. Yeah. No, no, it's actually 16 because it's a pair. Yeah, eight on yeah. each oh, skate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you have to buy two sets of bearings for yeah. each skate. So wow. it's an investment, more than a skateboard investment. But <laughs> <laughs> How often do you go through bearings? I don't go through them that often. I clean mine. I'm oh, one of yeah. the ones that actually takes them apart and cleans them to save money. Yeah, yeah so I'm still on the same ones that yeah. I originally got. Did you get Swiss? I did. I did, but that's just recently. Oh. Yeah. Um, I've been on the red, the Bones Reds for a while. If um, you want the best skateboard yeah. bearings, you can find Swiss is the yep. uh, supposedly the best. Yeah. But so I I just converted and they're they're fine. They're you're good. flying. I put speed those. cream on them too. I'm flying Ooh. everywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess like uh, where we can start because I'm really really curious is like maybe we'll start. We'll go around the table because I'm sure you each have your own story as how you got into roller derby. 
How did, how did you find it first? Like everything now, I found it on Facebook. <laughs> oh, perfect. Social uh, media. Yeah, it was some friend of mine. I grew up with her, and uh, she posted something about going to roller derby practice and, on Facebook. And I was just like, whoa, that sounds really cool. And it, it was a startup, so it didn't seem that intimidating. Our league had just started, so it's not like you were... Yes. Showing up with all these professional skaters, so I took a chance and I went. That's fair. And I cool. never stopped. All right, <laughs> <laughs> moving around. Where, how'd you find it? Uh, I found it because I ended up going roller skating with my friends at Silver City, which is the rink I grew up skating at. That's right around here? Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah, right in town. And, and uh, you know, I hadn't been in a while. And we saw the girls there, and I went, oh, I'm not going to talk to them. And then <laughs> I talked to somebody who did talk to them, and they said, you should come to practice on Monday just to watch. And uh, I emailed them, went to practice on Monday, watched, and it's all she wrote. I got on skates the next week, so. That's awesome. Yeah, really cool. And yourself? Uh, I originally started because my cousin was actually playing with one of the boys' teams. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you should try for, for the girls. They have teams up in Boston. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go. So I was talking to Boston for a while. And then I was at one of the uh, rinks, and Banshee was there. And she was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Boston's great. But, you know, they have a team in Taunton, too. And oh, I was like. Stole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally stole me. <laughs> then I went to one of the Taunton practices and never went back. Yeah. So there's there's separate there's men and women's league apparently because yeah. you probably don't want to be checking men checking I don't know. women. How that's fun though. I, yeah. Well, I mean they have that in some sports like like football. Sometimes there's like women that can get yeah. involved and they're definitely two different styles of play when you're watching just the men or just the yeah. women. But we also scrimmage together just for fun. Yeah. Uh, when we started out, we actually practiced with guys. Mm-hmm. That made me a hit a lot harder I think yes. <laughs> forced me to hit harder Men are built and not be so. afraid yeah, yeah, to get knocked around but I feel like we have such a variety of sizes of women that there's a lot of big girls that are just as big as the big guys yeah yeah and I guess when you're on skates you can just go as fast as you want and yeah. I guess if you're a good size you can throw it in yeah. Or so. juke around if yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. touch anybody <laughs> so does it I I've never actually seen a roller derby match. And, uh, I know. I, I want to now. And it's right. You guys do practice or do you actually do it right around the corner too? Right like, around the corner, yeah. Just practice? Right around or the is corner it from sh- Skater's Edge where yeah. you skate, yeah. Is that just practice or is that where nope. you do the matches as that's well? That's where we, they're called bouts. So that's where we do our bouts. bouts awesome. But, yeah. Because it's uh, like a fight? Like a boxing match? <laughs> yeah. It's a battle on the short. Sick. Yeah, we want to set the ambiance. Yeah, actually, you should come to our next one. It's uh, July 19th. All right. And doors are at 415. And it's in Taunton. And it's in Taunton at Silver City Sports Complex. Uh, $10 online at Brown Paper Tickets and $12 at the door. Awesome. Kids 12 and under get in free, and uh, we could probably do something about press passes for you. Sick, sick, yeah. sick. I'll come and definitely uh, Instagram and hype it up for sure. Awesome. Uh, um, so I'm kind of deciding, like, I'm trying to decide whether it's a sport or what do you consider it? Oh, it's definitely a sport. Yeah? It's not choreographed, if that's what you were thinking. Well, no, I didn't think it was, like, because uh, I have actually had pro wrestlers on the podcast as well. Yeah. And uh, I know that's got a little, uh, it's, like, a little uh, planned out from the get-go. But um, but is it a sport? You keep score and all yep. that stuff? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep score. Awesome. And Very there's winners and there's yeah. trophies and it's like a full league. Yes, yeah. exactly. Awesome. Yeah. It's all over the world. Yeah. Really? Yep. 
I know nothing. <laughs> uh, well, if you want to learn a little more, because yeah. we play flat track roller derby, so all you need is a flat surface with rope and tape to put down a track, and you can play. Um, and of course, you know the rules. Rules are important. Yeah. Um, if you go to wftda.com, uh, you can learn all about the rules and all about derby. I believe they've said that there's over 50,000 women's leagues worldwide now. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, because that's really amazing. the states alone, and then there's even, um, there are leagues out in Egypt. There's one, the Kai Rollers. They're relatively new. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. I follow them on Facebook. And I just get the biggest <laughs> kick out of that. But, uh, yeah, so the Kai Rollers, um, you know, there's London Roller Derby. They've been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, France. France. In France, yeah. Finland. Uh, you Australia, know, too, right? Yeah, Brazil, too. How does it, how does it match typically start how many people are on a team and how does it how do you get it going like i'm trying to picture like a football or baseball game so but Mm -hmm. that's what i picture when you say it so how many people are on a team well you can have 14 on the game day roster and 20 on the full team roster so on a bench you can have up to 14 girls okay yeah um and then as far as getting fielded I, i think the best thing to explain it is that each team Puts, it's a one-hour bout, and it consists of two 30-minute halves. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So you have a 30-minute half yeah. where you have to roller skate for 30 minutes straight? No, it's Not split true. up into yeah. two-minute jams. Oh, so exactly. there's like... So you're yeah. changing out lines every, at the most every two minutes. Yeah. Usually it's less than two minutes. All right, so I guess I should compare it more to like more a like hockey. hockey. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You sub it out. All right. Mm-hmm. Because I imagine it's really like an endurance thing. You're probably nonstop the whole depends. time. Like, Not really. No? Oh. It, it depends. There's strategy. You could be a fast-paced game. It could be slower. It depends. You, you try and control the speed of the pack. Yeah. What exactly... Um, you don't have a ball or anything, right? Oh, There's no. no balls in dirt. So no. how, how do you score? Okay. <laughs> okay. Break so, it down. You gotta talk to me okay. like I. It's I'm like capture the flag. So, oh, sick. Sort of. Kind of. Well, <laughs> I don't thought know. about it that way. Maybe You're I... like getting points by how many people you pass. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now it's like racing, like race cars, kind of. You lapping yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely exactly. lapping people. Okay. Okay. So what happens in the course of a jam? We'll break it down. A two-minute jam. Okay. Each team fields five skaters. Four of those skaters are blockers. One of those uh, skaters is a jammer. The jammer is a special kind of skater who gets to score points. They're the only one out there who can for their team. So there's one for each team. And there's one set of blockers for each team. So there's a a magic line called the jammer line. The two jammers start behind that. The blockers from each team are in front of them. (laughs) Their job is to stop once the whistle blows to try and stop that jammer from getting through. Okay. So, because once she gets through the first time, she's then eligible to score for every time she gets through within that two minutes. Uh, okay, okay. And each opposing blocker that she passes, she gets a point for. And it's determined by when she passes their hips. Oh, uh, okay. And how many referees do you have at one time? Anywhere from three to seven per bout. Wow. And they're like... Seven's preferable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seven's preferable. So no one can cheat. Well, sure. I guess preferable is in quotes. <laughs> Ideal. The officials Ideal. like to have seven. Do you guys know anything about, uh, like, hot, what's that game in uh, Harry Potter? 
Oh, Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah. It sounded, when you were describing it, I was kind of like, there's like the bludgers and the... <laughs> it sounded kind of similar. I'm not... Yeah. I don't mean to make fun. Like I jammer. love it. I love it. The jammers, the, that little ball with the wings on it. Yeah, the snitch. 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 Yeah, the snitch. snitch. Didn't they actually play that in college? Uh, they have I don't know, Quidditch maybe. College. I heard that. Quidditch, yeah. That's, what that's it a is. good analogy. Yeah, when you described it, I was like, I think I'd like it because I love that. So it's yeah. awesome. We just got to learn how to fly. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. <laughs> Um, Some so, of us do. So, yeah. going back to the jam. So, at the end of that two-minute jam, then you're switching teams? You you clear the track and a new line comes Yeah, out. the new line. I'm yeah. sorry. The new like line B, B string, C string, or just yeah. depending on the it position depends. of the game? Yeah. yeah, and it also depends on who's in the penalty box as to how many people you can put out on the track. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, we get penalties. You so. actually have a penalty box like hockey? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So, if, one, so if your team has one blocker in there, you can only put... Three blockers out. Oh, okay. Because you're being penalized, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it's like kind of just like hockey, basically. Yeah, same idea. Yeah. Um, how uh, I know everyone out there is wondering, and I'm sure you get this all the time, is like, what about how aggressive do you get injuries? Like, what is like? I know it's probably a friendly sport to a certain degree, but <laughs> I don't know. I was reading the website, and it was like kind of you guys are talk, talking That's about to rope people, people in. And, yeah, <laughs> we just like, say it's friendly, so people will come. <laughs> If it, it works, I'm sure. <laughs> it's very aggressive. Yeah. We get a lot of injuries. Um, that kind of that's why you have 20 people on a team so that you can account for our injuries, really. And your families. Go, let's go around the table on this one. We'll go this way. Mom, Dad, they're cool with it. Yeah, I love it. At first, were they? Or were they? No, no. no. Just they weird. were just. My dad was like, "Why can't you play something simple like volleyball or something?" <laughs> and my doctor was. And my 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 mom was like, "Ask your doctor." And my doctor was like, "Actually, no. It's better that she's playing a sport that's helmeted. That you're playing a sport that you wear a helmet." Oh yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, "See, ah, see, see? roller derby safer than volleyball." <laughs> and you have a doctor's note now. And so. I have a doctor's yes. note. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What about your family? Protective gear is awesome. Uh, my family. They, they were hesitant. Uh, my dad was dead set against it. The rest of the family was all like, I don't know, what if you get hurt? What if you get hurt? And my dad was, you're going to get hurt. This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. And then one of my aunts said, oh, that makes sense. So, yeah, rock on, Aunt Betty. Because uh, she's the one who hit the nail on the head. And, you know, I've been injured. Uh, actually, out of the three of us here, two out of the three have had broken ankles as a result. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I should be knocking. Yeah, I haven't got we don't want animal yeah. either. <laughs> but we bounce back from it. So, yeah. Yeah. You just If it's something that's important to you, you get through it and get back at it. I mean, I'm a skateboarder, so I completely you know. understand yeah. the injury side of things. Like, I've torn my ACL before, and I, right, right now my, my legs kind of tweak, my hamstring hurts, like... Pretty much every time I skate, it's like a battle, so... Yeah. I get it. It's always something. It's, it's always worth it, though. Yeah, Because it's just, like, absolutely. so much fun, and... He needs a foam roller. Oh, we have... Yeah. No, I'm we good. do. My fi- my fiance, she has one with the bumps on it, so yep. it's super painful. Yeah. <laughs> super painful. <laughs> what about your family? Uh, I tell everyone that my dad is my number one fan. He's got a shirt with my name on it. He's, oh, like, sick. at every single bout. I don't even know. I don't think he's missed any. That's awesome. I can't remember if he has. And he goes to a lot of the away bouts, too. He'll travel and watch. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was what I was going to ask next, is there's traveling. Yeah. Because you guys have leagues, so I guess. How do you promote it? Is it all through social media now, or? 
a lot of it is social media, the street teaming, getting out, putting posters up around town, handing out flyers, making lots of friends when we go out to bars. You know, it's, it, you know, it's effort required, but social media helps. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I think a lot of it's word of mouth. Mm-hmm. We just try and talk about it as much as possible. Yeah, well, this is a Hang good place. Yeah. This is a good place to do For it. For example, this podcast. Is there, is there, um... Is there a Michael Jordan of roller derby? Is there like someone that's yeah. just been doing it for so long and they're like the LeBron James? If Susie you know? Hot Rod. Bonnie Thunders. Bonnie Thunders. I mean, she's the new, I guess she's the LeBron James. Yeah, she's the Le- I would say Susie Hot Rod's the Michael Jordan. Sick. And who does she play for? New, oh, for new York. Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course, the Empire State. Yeah. They, they probably bought her. Uh, yeah they get a lot of sponsorship deals so that's that's another thing i don't is that that comes you were talking about narragansett beer like they got involved before um is it mostly like alcohol or what's the some of the sponsors you guys seen well currently uh we have upon agansett farm that's down in westport Uh, they sponsor us we also have um Mutual sponsors like Scrimshaw Screen Printing, Scrimshaw. Oh My Quad. Uh, you know, uh, this year, I, I know in the past we've had Athena's Home Novelties, the actual corporate My girl company. used to sell that yeah, stuff. Yeah, really? Yeah, so, I mean, we've actually had them sponsor us. I think we still have boxes and stuff <laughs> in there. It's kind of strange. <laughs> I've never used it. <laughs> well, we actually have a goddess in our league, too. So oh, neat. wow, very yeah. cool. That's right. So, are you guys all from similar backgrounds? Did you know each other or no. just completely different? No, we just met through Derby. Derby is what binds you guys? Yes. I guess I'm asking because, like, uh, I will, I, my fiancé always says I compare everything to skateboarding. And uh, <laughs> skateboarding, it's like, uh, well, like, you with most sports, like a basketball or a baseball, everyone's kind of uh, similar in the way they were brought up for the most part. Because, hmm. like, everyone's kind of jockey and, like, from what I've experienced in my years of playing team. With, like, outside uh, normal sports, I feel like uh, there's all types of unique, different types of individuals that come around skateboarding and get involved. Like, I literally, I teach skateboard lessons to a heart surgeon. I teach it to, like, little kids. Like, from all walks of life, everyone's invited. And I always liked that about skateboarding because it wasn't like you had to fit in or be cool or, like, there's no frat mentality. It's just kind of like if you're weird and you like what we do. Everyone bonds around skating. And I guess you guys are skating too, so. Yeah. Does it feel like the league has that? Like a lot of diversity and yeah. like, there's not like. Yeah, that's yeah. probably a one of my lot. main things I liked about roller derby because I've played a lot of sports and roller derby was probably one of the main things that was just like you said. Accepting. That was, was acceptance, yeah. Yeah. Our weirdness binds us. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's very much We're like all skating. different, but the, like we're equally weird, I think. <laughs> Do cool things with weird people. Yeah. Yes. There you go. That's that that perfect is, slogan. That's how we roll. No, it really, it's, it's awesome. Awesome because you get guys and girls uh, coming together for a common cause, the sport of derby, and there are moms, there are uh, people who are lawyers, people who are engineers, insurance agents, you know, teachers. teachers. We have a couple of science teachers, we have art teachers, uh, people who do customer service, dog groomers. I mean, there's everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really interesting mix of people. And from all over the place. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you guys, uh, so what do you wear for pads? I know you wear helmets. You mentioned that. What else? Is it required? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the leagues, I know I'm going to sound like an asshole. It's an official league. Like, it's not like you guys just came together and like, this is our league. It's like, there was a league and you guys joined it. And both then, of that. Yeah. Both? <laughs> 
um, which is grassroots, awesome. but kind of, but growing. And there is like the NFL of roller derby is WFTDA. They're the ones that write the rule set, and we follow the rules. And we're apprenticing to be a part of the WFTDA right now. So once you're a member of that, you can, like a recognized then you team. get ranked in um, mm-hmm. other teams that are also in WFTDA. They'll play against you because it's worth their time because it all has to do with rankings. Is it televised? Is it any of it televised? Uh, some leagues have public access uh, oh, that's a cool way broadcast. To do it. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Derby News Network yeah. is an online broadcast of uh, Derby bouts because there's playoffs, international playoffs, wow, very every cool. year now. So you can pay and watch those. Um, I think they have bouts throughout the season, too. But How many bouts are in a season? Depends on the league. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. It's on yours. There's no set rule there, but. I believe this year we have, what, seven? So April through October. So it's one a month at home. And the best record ha- get makes the playoffs? Uh, well, we, it's not the two teams from our league playing each other. Uh, both teams travel, and we actually have teams that come to play us. Yeah. So uh, just on June 21st, we have Bay State Brawlers, the league from Fitchburg. Uh, their two teams came out and played our two teams. So it was a, a doubleheader. Um, and then the month before that, uh, it was the Albany All-Stars that came down to play wow. us. Yeah. This is way bigger than I even imagined. <laughs> Leagues are set up um, in two different ways. It Albany, depends. New York? Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, yeah. Six, yeah. Six. Um, it just depends on how many people you have in your league. If you have enough, like you have a lot of people, you can have home teams and travel teams. And the home teams are like your intramural sports, so you play against each other. And then the travel team, those are the teams that play against the, you know, you go to other states and cities and other leagues play against them. But we're just a travel team now because we're still growing. So we have an A team and a B team. We don't we don't do the home teams right now. Oh, okay. Cool. And uh, have you guys have you guys won any championships? We placed third at the All In on the Floor tournament last year. Oh. We were the only Massachusetts team to place. Wow, so, so yeah. it's coming up again in August this yeah. year. So we'll see how we do. <laughs> do you feel like? Uh, did you feel like it was? Uh, it's accepted. Like this is. Does it feel? Do you ever? When you tell people, like when my fiance tells people she does pole dancing, they look at her like crazy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they like, huh? like she's a stripper or something. Yeah. You know? And then I have to go in and be like, look, it's not that. It's she's actually being physical. She teaches it. There's competitions. Like it's not just. The, so like when you guys tell people you do roller derby, do they look at you kind of like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah, it's but not like accepted yet because I feel like it's. It sounds like it's growing, it's half but and half. I don't know anything about it, and yeah. I'm assuming the average person. I most people don't even know about it, so they just ask a million questions. Yeah. Well, usually I get the whole. I used to watch that back in the seventies. In the seventies. Oh, uh, it's been going on that long. Well, it was totally different. It was like WWE in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, so that's okay. why I thought when you first asked if it was a sport, if you were thinking of yeah, oh, I used to watch back it then. back then. I was actually going to say there. It was on in the eighties too on Saturdays. I have been advised many times that oh. it was on right before midget wrestling, which I never knew about the midget wrestling. <laughs> I know. I the things people start to tell you when you say roller derby, it's crazy. But I googled the roller games because I was curious. And it, what, they had a ball, I think, and there oh. was an alligator pit. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Really? So I understand now yeah. why these people who have no idea of what current derby is, uh-huh. why they think and why they ha- get the impression that they do it first, that it may not be a sport. 
Yeah. Uh, but then I make sure I clarify very nicely <laughs> and say, actually, the kind of derby we play is, and then explain it. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have a penalty box, just like hockey, that you sit in. Yeah. But when it first started out, and there weren't rules, really. People were just kind of trying it out, piecing it together. I think it was, like, 2000. So it's yeah. early 2000s. It's formed. It's coming along. It's coming along, it's yeah. It's evolving. But yes. before the penalty box, leagues would have a wheel that you would spin. So if someone got a penalty, you could spin the wheel, and a punishment <laughs> would be on there. And one of them would be, like, skate backwards, and everyone spanks you. Like oh, they, yeah. they line up to smack your butt. They've all sorts of weird things. Wow. Yeah. Was that like, was just in the 2000s. Yeah. That was in the 2000s. <laughs> yes. Wow. That was like Lone Star and stuff like on, um, what was it, the Roller Girls yeah. show on A&E. Yeah. Yeah. They so, have a show? They, oh, back in the, oh, in, back in the I think that was 2004 or 2005 or something. But yes, but Animal's correct. The current incarnation of Derby has evolved a lot just within <laughs> such a short period of time. I wonder why they did that. Or were they just trying to be entertaining? Trying to showcase it because... I think they were trying to find what people were interested in. Did they want the 1970s yeah. choreographed, like, showman-type stuff, or do they want it to be a sport? A much of, better sport that way. It's I, better I, a sport. Yeah, I if, wouldn't be in it if yeah. it was just... Yeah. <laughs> if it was For a showman. <laughs> no, no, definitely wouldn't. <laughs> no, I, I think it's funny because people will automatically assume, oh, there's got to be fights and it's got to be staged. Well, fighting's not allowed. Yeah. That's good. You know, it, it's a very much uh, all about safety. So you can't trip people. You can't punch them. You know, you but can't, you can check them like hockey, right? You can check them. Yep. Yep. I was reading on the website you sent me something about hips. Like yeah. when you hit someone right, and then there's like you can like know when you smack each other right with the hips or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about have you? I'm, I know I sound like a typical asshole, but uh, what about teeth? You ever seen any teeth come out? Mouth guards. Oh, yeah, okay. we have mouth guards. That's all. Awesome. Oh, yeah, you asked about the pads. Oh, so yeah. So we have to have a helmet, mouth guard, elbow pads, wrist guards, um, knee, pads. knee pads. Is that it? Yeah, those are all the required elements. Feels like, from like 500 pounds of shit, but yeah. I guess that was all of it. I also wear shin guards because I've taken a couple of diggers to my shin. Yeah, a lot of people wear the, like in soccer, you know, those shin yep. guards. A lot of people have started wearing yeah. that. And Some hockey masks are popular now with the... Full face? face? Yeah, yeah, full face. Wow. Yeah. They're the kids, they don't want to knock their teeth out. Yeah, yeah. see? <laughs> it's There's, a real problem. And some girls wear, like, the, the hip things, too. Padded. The padded uh, hips. Like yeah. I don't know what you yeah. call them. I feel like that Butt would be pads. a necessity cause if you're checking each other, and you guys are women, and you have girly hips. Sorry. I guess, true. but I feel like I have natural padding. <laughs> that and my, my girly hips knock down a lot of other girls. Yeah. I, believe okay. it. I, I mean, if you're putting, I, I feel like if you're putting more padding, you're not feeling the contact as much. You're putting too much in between it. Yeah. You can hit know. harder. That's what they Depends say. On your style. Yeah. That's what they say about uh, MMA uh, fighting mm-hmm. is that they wear gloves and they want them to not wear gloves because then people won't hit as hard. People are breaking their hands because they have gloves, so they don't feel it as much. So they're just teeing off on people, and then they're breaking their hands a lot, and they're having, like, issues with that. So they're like, if they just told them not to wear gloves, there'd be a consequence to hitting someone that hard so they wouldn't hit as hard. You know what I mean? Yep. So maybe. Makes sense. Um, And how long... So how you said a season... How how many games are in a playoffs? When you make it to the playoffs, if there's seven in a season, how do you make it into the playoffs? Well, right now, since we're just travel team, we 
playing tournaments, like the word tournament that we just talked about in August. Yeah. So you can go to tournaments and it's contained. It's just... You just compete down to yeah. the winner. Yeah. Like a, what do you call it? Round robin? A bracket? A bra- bracket. Yeah, a bracket, yeah. bracket, yeah. It's like awesome. that. So, um, but, but if, if you, you have home teams, like Providence has home teams, they compete against each other, mm-hmm. then you'd have the playoffs, championships. Right. And they win their trophy. Yeah. Like Boston does it, they have the Golden Fez. So their four home teams compete for it. Yeah. And uh, is that a goal to like build it up around here and try to get that? Okay. Yeah. Or do you enjoy just traveling and doing it this way? Well, we would love to you know, keep growing the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, if anybody's interested in skating with us, uh, even if they want to referee, uh, we have on-skates referees, we have derby skaters, and then we have non-skating officials who are off-skates. Um, they can email mard.recruits at gmail.com and uh, Terminal Velociraptor, and she's our recruit coordinator. She'll give you all the information you need. Do you feel like it's an intimidating thing to, like, get involved with if you're, like, a girl and you're just, like, never did it before? Like, it'd be... Because it seems like... When I read it, it's, like, talking about blood and hitting each other, and I know it's to sell it. Do you think it's intimidating to the average female out Yeah. There? Well, it depends on your personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If female or not, I think it just depends on how much you care about embarrassing yourself. True. You know, true, true. if you don't really care, if you go out there, I didn't really care how much I fell... And I think once you get past that hurdle, you can get better faster. Hmm. But I, I guess I only say that because in skateboarding, there's like a, not that many girls involved, and I think skateboarding's intimidating to the majority of girls. I guess yeah. it's changing now. Mm-hmm. But um, well, like, then you have that double intimidation where you're the girl, everyone's watching you mm-hmm. on how are you going to do well? Are you going to perform? Are you going to fall on your face? Yeah. So I guess it is easier because we are all women. Well, I think too, with that being said, um, it's interesting because the resurgence of roller derby, as Animal mentioned around the year 2000, it was primarily female sport. And so you have men's derby now that started coming in. Um, and this year, men's derby just had their first roller derby World Cup for the men's teams. Wow. So it, in essence, it's actually we're the ones who dominated the sport first as opposed to it being on the other foot. And I know it's not like that in a lot of sports. Yeah, so, and, and I think, too, the, um, the attitude within roller derby is very embracing. And it's because it's a welcoming atmosphere, then you don't run into that. I mean, there's some people here and there that say, oh, yeah, men's derby's just trying to do this and that and be like us. It, it's a game. We all play the same rule set. You know, just let it be. Yeah. And, and then everybody has fun. What about what about as far as exercise? Like if someone wanted to do something that's very uh, just to get in shape, is it this is something that's definitely I, – I know on the website it was talking about the – the derby squat is that yeah is Uh, (laughs) Is that on the website (laughs) you read you read pseudonym's fresh meat article Uh because yeah i I know exactly what you're talking about because i was constantly yelling at her to get lower when i was yeah that's what it was saying um no squats um that because the perfect derby form is a squat with your shoulders rolled back and your chest out, and your arms by your side, we, we joke and say T-Rex. Oh, okay. um, but, yeah, um, squats are important for that. But, yeah, it, derby is a really great physically challenging sport, and it will whip you into shape. 
You have to accept the fact that your thighs are going to be bigger than your waist. You might have to I always have them. I wear spandex <laughs> pants for the rest of your life, but it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. That's awesome. Wearing spandex and not caring, that's the awesome part. <laughs> yeah. Whatever gets you there. What do you think the next, uh, how do you think it could evolve? Like, what's the next step in it? Like, um, do you think it'll ever get to the point where it'll be on TV and it'll be like, uh... Like X Games? Yeah, like, is that a route yeah. that would, you'd want to take with it? Like, it seems like it could be go that way. Yeah, I think it could easily get up to there. Just how fast it's grown already mm-hmm. in the last few years. Yeah. Uh, what was it, 2011 that was the first international championships? 2011 was the first it was pretty recent. World Cup. Wow. Yeah, so, That's and crazy. this is just exploding, so mm-hmm. I really think it's pretty likely it's going to be on TV. People will be watching it soon. I have to I have to introduce you guys to uh, my buddies at Burn Helmets. I don't know if you guys know them at all, no. but they make protective gear for skateboarding and biking and stuff yes, like that please. so maybe that we can great. try to yes, we yes. put you guys in touch and that and maybe at the very least just get some free helmets or something burn yeah b-e-r-n okay oh i'm sorry i was thinking b-u-r-n so i wasn't recognize it i know burn from, do know i'm a skier so i have oh. a burn helmet for skiing oh yeah. okay yeah yeah my buddy that skates for my brand actually works he like works in the warehouse for them. Oh, you're connected. Those dudes ah, are very cool. That's pretty nice. They were at the dude tour as well. They had a booth next to ours, which was pretty oh, nice. cool. But I think that would be a cool, uh, yeah. cool thing to support for on their side. You know, like seems like it's a really cool thing to do. Yeah, that's awesome. How, so, how long? This is the one I want to. Death, how long can you roll the derby for? <laughs> like, is there an age limit? Not really. We have people skating in their forties that are just as. Our MVP, the last bout, the most valuable blocker, is a girl that's 40, so it's not... She's pushing the limits or what now? Oh, oh, I don't want, I'm not going to say name just in case. Not me. <laughs> yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it was, was going to say, what? But yeah, at, at the bout against uh, the Rocky Point Rollers, that's right. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's like everything. I think if you pick it up a little earlier, you can go longer with it. If you're just learning it later, it's harder, but you can still definitely do it. Are there, is there like, um, do you guys have like uh, just fun fun days where it's like not a team thing like you can just have people come and try it out or yeah there's like days where you just have newbies come in and it's just like yeah we do have a set day yeah we have peace knows about it oh okay yeah that's uh, awesome at the open skates at uh silver city on saturday nights the meet and greet yes so everyone comes in you just say hi and then you kind of break down the rules and just go through it and see well it's it's a little less formal than that um, at a meet and greet, you know, they get to meet the skaters. They can talk to us about derby, ask questions, and then skate, have fun. If they want to throw on some loner gear and, and try something, they can. But usually that part's saved for when they enroll and become an actual recruit. And our next recruit uh, class starts in August. Awesome. Yeah. So we usually, it's the Saturday right before um, the Silver City Sports Complex, the open skate on Saturday nights. I think they start at 730 mm-hmm. Um you know, the, anybody who's interested can show up and talk to us and learn a little bit about Germany. Um, do you think there, I guess, uh, have you ever done anything with schools? Like, that might be a cool way to kind of, like, spread it and, like, get kids at a young age to understand it and check it out. Yeah, actually, um, I know that we've reached out to the Girl Scouts of Eastern oh, Massachusetts. Oh, there you go. That's a good way. Um, I don't know if there's anything directly with the school. 
cool. Yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like you guys uh, will be facing some of the same opposition that skateboarding faced as far as grow as growing as an industry and being accepted in the mainstream and to bring more money in to make it more. Uh, where people could actually live off of it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That would be a very cool, yeah. I imagine, right? It's not there yet, but that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I guess uh, just keep doing stuff like this. I think you should do your own podcast as well. And I'm yeah. going to help you guys before you leave. I'll give you all the um, information and try to get you guys set up. Great. Um, did you, any of you guys play sports as young kids? Yeah. I played softball. Softball? Yeah, and I did cross country and running and boring stuff. <laughs> so you were already an athlete, it kind of helped you. I getting... guess. <laughs> yeah, I was an athlete up until college, and then I was a beer athlete. Beer athlete. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're called drunks. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. It's come full circle. <laughs> what about yourself? Uh, I played soccer in middle school and in high school. So you had endurance. Yeah. I, oh, uh, <laughs> I am not going to allude to that because it had been since my junior year of high school since I had played soccer competitively, and I started derby at 31. Oh, okay. So there was a large gap in between there. Now, as far as skating, yes, I you know fun skating, I could do that, but yeah, it was uh, it was an adventure, and it still is. That's awesome. Yourself? Uh, I did karate and uh, soccer. And karate? Ooh. What belt did you get to? Uh, black. Secretary. Really? Yeah. Wow. So wow. I should be careful what I say to you? I'm <laughs> impressed. I didn't know that piece. And everyone calls me piece. Yeah, I'm like the nicest name. <laughs> well, karate teaches you discipline and respect. It's very true. It's very true. <laughs> That's awesome. I was going to tell you earlier, um, speaking of Scrimshaw, um, I just emailed uh, Scrimshaw yeah. to, uh, to for Westgate. Westgate, Brandon Westgate, do you know who he is? Professional skateboarder. Lives Sounds in Warhead. familiar. Well, uh, he's looking to have some t-shirts made, so cool. I, I emailed yeah. him over. Because he's starting his own uh, cranberry business. Oh, wow. He bought a land with, like, seven oh, acres of cranberries, and he's wow. just trying to, like, do it. So, Westgate Cranberries, for everyone out there. <laughs> everyone who listens probably knows who Brandon nice. is. Um, but I put him in touch, so okay, yeah. the, the Shane will reach back out to him, because I think that would be really right. Really I bet he'll good. be really excited if Westgate emails him. Yeah. Because Westgate's pretty famous in skateboarding, so... I gotta see that reaction. I hope I'm there for it. <laughs> yeah, please. Let me know what I wanna see if he acts like a little fanboy or not. <laughs> he's like, Brandon's like, what, in skateboarding, like, he, he lives in Wareham, but I think people would consider him, like, uh, we have a thing called um, Saudi, like, Skater of the Year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's never won it, but everyone thinks he should have won it multiple years, so. Do you guys, do you have an award for at the end of the season? Do you guys give out awards and like... Yeah, we have an award ceremony and... That's uh, fucking awesome. Yeah, they're like superlatives. Yeah. yeah. You know, most, most valuable jammer, um, I don't know. Hardest hitter. There's so many, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's awesome. Most spirit. Most spirit, yeah. Most spirit. Um... So, what's the deal with the nicknames? Why, I guess, like, in skateboarding we have nicknames, but they're kind of just, like, you, not everyone has them. It's not a given. It's just, like, uh, is it something in roller derby where almost everyone has a nickname? On, yeah. Pretty yeah. much everyone does, and that was kind of the evolution I was talking about earlier, where in the beginning of the resurgence, they weren't sure if it was going to be a show or a sport. Yeah. And then we, I think everyone just kind of clung on to keeping the names because they're so fun. So we keep that up. But now there's a little bit of a movement where people are using their last names. Yeah. Um, so that it's taken more seriously as a sport. 
Awesome. Yeah, I think that would help. I, I like the yeah. nickname idea, but I think for people to take something serious and to care about it, I think you need to tell a little bit of your story and have your real name involved so it's, like, not so TV-ish, I guess. Yeah. I think that's, like, a good progression. Um, what I love the nicknames, though, because there are skateboarders that, like, their names just aren't marketable and they give themselves nicknames, <laughs> and it's, like, that works. Um, we'll go around again. How, how did you get your nickname? Uh, my friend came up with it. Uh, so my name's Gwen Animals Attack. And we were watching, uh, this was way Perfect. before Derby, awesome. I think. We were just, like, before I joined, we were watching a Boston Derby Dames bout, and we were making up names for each other, just joking around before I even thought I would even play. And uh, he came up with that. I told him it was the stupidest name I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way. That's then he would just keep emailing it to me or, like, messaging me just the name. And I'm like, all right, all right, it's, it's growing on me. How long did before you joined? Did, were you just hesitant? It didn't even cross my mind. Like, I I don't know. It's like if you go to a hockey game, you don't even think. You just don't think, oh, I'm going to be one of those guys. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. kind of go to watch it for fun. I, I never skated before. Like, I went to birthday parties and stuff as a kid, but. You held hands I didn't even, and went around the yeah, track. Like, I, I probably had a skate game the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> no, I can never see you with a skate mate, no. <laughs> That's what I'm still kind of picturing, and I may be wrong, is I'm picturing, like, an indoor place, and you guys yeah. are, like, and it's a circle track. That's it, and, yep. Yeah? You're yeah. right. All right. I'm just yeah. trying to picture it. Um, nickname? Okay. Well, my derby name is Beautiful Banshee. I go by Banshee because it, it rolls off the tongue much easier. I like uh, it. But Beautiful, well, I have big booty. <laughs> Hard to hide. So, yeah. Um, and Banshee, well, I'm an Irish girl. And banshees are actually a spirit that warn that death is coming. Oh, wow. With their screams. So, I wanted something a little boot-off scary. And then the number is 187, because old-school hip-hop. I mean, yeah. come on now, Dr. Dre fan. 187. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Was it fuck around, get caught up in a 187? Yeah, right. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're the yeah. aggressor a little bit. <laughs> You're responsible Never. for it a lot of hip checks. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> 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 All right, moving along. Your nickname? Uh, well, you actually don't get your name until you level up to level three. Oh, that's what I was going to ask, too. Thank you. But go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, so I was about to level up, so I was getting excited to pick a name, and my family was trying to come up with one, and uh, my last name was Charest, so uh, my sister actually came up with it. She was like, she like slammed her like hands on the table. She was like, trust in peace. That's it. That's what it has to be. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's what it Nailed is. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. So my sister came up with that, and that's her claim to fame is that she came up with my roller derby. That's awesome. She tells everybody. And she <laughs> doesn't roller derby. She doesn't roller derby. <laughs> all right, all right. It's not for I just suggest derby. if you were gonna do something, maybe you could be Anthony. Fuck shit up. Yes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> shut. Shut. Fuck up, shut up. up. Fuck shit up. We'll work on it. Shut but. up. Shut up. Fuck shit up. Shut up. (laughs) And then when I want someone to man up, I'll be like, shut up. Shut Shut up. (laughs) That's awesome. All right, so now 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 you're reminding me. You, there's different classes as far as like there's like well because you did karate so there's white belt and then there's black belt kind of like how do you yeah. power how do you get to the next stage? Uh, well, our training structure uh, each league is different. 
Um, you might hear, like, Boston, they say red tape, green tape. That's part of their fresh meat program. Um, fresh fr- meat. Fresh meat. That, those are the girls who come in. Um, flow trash. Train. Flow yeah. trash. That's what we call oh, them. Yeah? Skateboarding. <laughs> the new guys, they're flow trash. Flow trash. Oh, yeah. my God. That's so terrible. They, have to, <laughs> they have to clean all the shit up in the van. They have to do all the grunt work. Like, oh, wow. We treat them oh. like so flow like, trash. That's a, that's a hazing process. That's kind an of. idea. Our, ours is not, guys. They have to earn uh, it, though. That's well, right. it's not now. Keep it up in mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, Uh-oh. we just make we have they have to earn their spot on the team, yeah. so they have to do all the shit that no one yeah. wants to do. Well, and eventually, they'll become an trash. All right, and okay, then pro. So the, <laughs> hopefully they get themselves up the line that way. So our girls come in as fresh meat, which I think sounds kind of sexy and hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they come in, they start getting trained on all the basics of skating and form, uh, all the things that you need, not contact wise, in order to play derby. And then once they uh, have um, proficiency. In those particular skills, then they level up to what's called a level two. Those are the girls who are learning how to hit, how to do whips, things like that, more contact involved. And then once they're proficient in those skills, they level up to what's called level three, which is a scrimmageable skater. So you can start jumping in on league scrimmages and get hit by all of us. (laughs) How long does it take to go from fresh meat to in the game level three? Hmm. Depends on how active you are. Yeah, it depends on the person. We try and we don't have a rigid schedule. We try and work with what their skills are, how fast they're progressing. Everybody's different because yeah. everybody learns at a different pace. Like me, I had to start from scratch. I had to learn how to skate first mm-hmm. and then learn everything else. Yeah, so did some I. people already come in. They've been playing hockey or they're just sure. rink rats because they grew up in town. Hey, <laughs> Everyone yeah. here is a rink rat. Rink rat. <laughs> I've never heard that term before. Oh really? Well, I, was well, I didn't before I got involved. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, everyone progresses at a different pace. Is there um, who's who's the youngest in the league? Oh, Molly. Uh, she's one of our fresh meat. She's nineteen. Wow. And then our most senior skater, I believe, just hit fifty. Wow! Wow! So wow. she's a level two. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty great. Yeah. And is that the goal? Do you think that would be cool to have younger and younger people, like a lot of young people involved? It's moving that way. There's a lot of junior derby leagues popping up now. So uh, you have to be 18 to skate with us. Okay. But there's just this new movement where they're training girls that are younger, so they have their own games. and so neat to watch. Yeah. Too. yeah. Yeah. Watching the junior leagues is, is wild because they're like these tiny, like twelve-year-old girls. Yeah, like, I mean it's like when dirty. you watch those little boys on the skateboards; they just kind of go at it. And you're like, "Whoa, he's just going for it!" Yeah. Like they have no fear. Yeah. So it's amazing, it's, little kids. Yeah. I teach skate lessons all the time, and I talk to all the little kids, and I, and I, I love little kids a lot because they're very honest for the most part. They're all very. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's enough. I will go down. Sorry, podcast people. I was losing his mind. Ella go doesn't down. like the flow trash talk. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> so, what I like is, like, I have this little kid, Russell. He's super awesome. And uh, we have these little kids, and they're very, uh, I feel like if you talk to them and give them, like, the truth and are, like, look them in the eyes, they're very, they pick stuff up really quick. And that's why I was asking about little kids and getting more involved, because I feel like that'll help evolve the sport faster because if you get more little kids they can help get that hype going mm-hmm. and get even more kids involved and then it just you know you get a little army of little kids that look up to you then it just elevates you guys in the league mm-hmm. and you get more people so that's something that I work closely with with skateboarding is building up the youth and the kids and make sure they understand the values of skating because mm-hmm. like right now in skateboarding what's happening is 
the culture's splitting a little bit. It's going from... It's going two different ways. A sport, and then it's going to, like, uh, more of, like, uh, music, like, artistic and, like, creationism and, like, that stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh... I don't know. I, I think it's very important to to keep those two roads apart. Um, I guess that's like kind of why you guys hang on to your nicknames, that little showmanship of it, and then like not completely a sport. Um, that's cool about the little kids, and that's that's another approach with uh, working with schools. Let's maybe talk to those jun- junior leagues. And are those as popular as uh, the adult leagues? No, just, it's just, just starting it's out. newer, so yeah. it's just breaking out. I mean, in Mass, there are. Technically, there are three programs um, because Worcester Roller Derby was the first, I believe, to have it. They have a junior derby program that's very small. Um, Boston Derby Dames just started one, and I believe Pioneer Valley Roller Derby was starting one within the last year, too. Um, But, I mean, as far as um, that becoming a a large following, I'm sure that over time it will. Yeah, it'll take time for sure. Yeah, and you know what? It helps the, the adult leagues. Because these kids will already have knowledge of the game, and then there's really no drop-off for them. They can just go from playing juniors, and then once they're old enough, go into the women's and men's leagues. It's awesome. It, what about uniforms? You guys, I see your shirt. Is that your uniform? This is my jersey. So it's got my handy-dandy number and name. Oh, sick, sick. Yeah. So, so you guys all have jerseys as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And how often do you practice? Is there a pro- Sit. Mm-hmm. And you practice, like, forms and, like, uh, I guess, like, I'm still trying to grasp it. Because you have to have the blockers, right? And you practice uh, techniques as far as, like, blocking people out and mm-hmm. just, like, um, build up discipline and structure and how you do it. Yeah, so we have drills and scrimmages. The drills are just breaking things apart separately. You work on different pieces. And then the scrimmages are when you just practice, like, about... And use everything you learned. Is it, um, is, is there certain teams known for certain techniques or certain moves? Are there any, like, yeah. like in skateboarding, there's certain tricks that people have, and you're like, that's that dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, different leagues definitely. Um, are you asking more about individual players in our league? Or? Bo- both, I guess. Like, because in skateboarding, uh, I compare everything to skateboarding, so I'm going to just keep doing it. Um, in skateboarding, <laughs> there's certain teams that are, like, full of Hessians. They're just, like, drink beer, and the whole team, like, just skates big handrails or something, you know? And, like, that's their thing. And it's, like, they're all like-minded and skate like that. And then there's other teams that dudes are more technical, more, like... Um, Tony Hawk. Yeah, t- Tony Hawk's, like, a vert skater, but... He's a little different, but he has his own thing as well. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like wondering if there's certain teams that are like, they're known for their aggression, or they're more known for their technique, or yeah. yeah. And and what about as players? Like, are, are there certain players that have certain moves? Yeah, like they, well, there's certain jammers that you know that like go a certain way when they jam. So like you know they like that like take the inside line that we say. Or like so you know to like get over there or like take or like to go up. You, to the do middle. you study film? Do you yes. guys? Yeah. You do. Study wow. bout footage. So yeah. bout footage. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah you guys so, are that serious. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, we like to win. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, just on our league, there's two different styles of jamming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just thinking of Storm for one. She jams. <laughs> she's one of the jammers. One, one second. We're, I'm gonna stop. All right, sorry, Elwood was losing his mind. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry out there. All right, so 
just talking about different styles um, that our jammers have. We have one jammer, Storm. She's more aggressive, so she'll kind of push around. She'll push blockers back and push her way through the wall. Yeah. Whereas Dorcas, she's another one of our main jammers. Dorcas? Yeah, Dorcas Maximus okay. is her name. Oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> genius um, name. Gen- love yeah, it. genius. <laughs> she jukes a lot. So a lot of times she can get through a wall without anybody touching her because she just goes, she's so fast going from one side of the track to the other. It's kind of comparable you out. to like a running back. Like some running backs will just run it up the gut and smash yeah. their way through and then others will find the holes. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you got every player has a different style like that. Um, you rely on the different styles. You got to be able to switch it up so people can't predict yeah. every single move you're making. And then I think leagues too definitely play a certain way. We have a lot of leagues where we um, some just play defense, and you know they're they're going to be defense the whole time, meaning they're only going to focus on our jammer and knocking our jammer. Other teams, they're going to have one or two offensive players every single time you're out. And those offensive players are gunning it for the other blockers. So I'm, I'm mostly a blocker. So i got to look out for the offensive players in when addition to the When you're gym. going around the track, so you have to be constantly looking behind yourself? Everywhere. Head on a swivel. How many people are in the lineup there? When you're blocking like that, you said four. Is it four blockers? Four, four blockers. blockers from each team. So Are you guys usually lined up, or does that get it gets spread out as you go around the track? Yeah. Like, I imagine oh, it's hard to stay uniformed. The rules keep you fairly together. You can only separate by so many feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. It gets really complicated. There's like an offsides kind of. Or like yeah, no it's called out of play. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to. The pack is defined by. Oh man, Goldie's gonna kill okay. me. <laughs> She's got it memorized, but it's um, it's players feet. from both teams. A pack has players from both teams. The blockers, yeah, the jammers don't make up a pack, so it's just the blockers, and they have to be ten feet within each other. And then you can have blockers that are twenty feet outside of the pack, and they can still hit the jammer and, or whoever's around. Um, but once you get past that twenty feet, they're out of play, so you can't hit anymore. Right, that's outside uh, the engagement zone. So that prevents uh, everyone from being spread out everywhere. It keeps the it keeps the action in the localized area. Everyone's there. Right. Yeah. All right. What is the craziest thing you've seen on the there? Has anything crazy ever happened? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go ahead. You go uh, first. I was gonna say probably that one time when Dorcas's wheel fell off. <laughs> yeah, we've seen wheels off. fall off in the middle of a bout. Yeah, it's. I think it's happened to Dorcas like twice. She doesn't. Her wheels fall off all the time. Like post offs, they fall off all the time. At least twice a game. But these are reminders. Uh, those of us who forget to maintain their skates, you better do something soon because otherwise it's gonna fall. Oh. I've seen whole skates fall. Someone's skate skate came right off their foot. Yeah, and you're like, like rolls. Yeah, so you're like playing. You're like, what the hell is going on right now? That better not be one of my teammates. It's like a pile, and just like a skate. Yeah, but as far as like something crazy on the track, or something really cool, you're like, oh my god, how did that just happen? Um, There, I'm gonna shout out Jack Hammer and Bill Coulter because backwards apex jumps. Uh, When you go around, you go around the track. The turns, that's called the apex. Yeah. And to shorten the jammer's distance around the track, some of them jump over that where they want, they make sure not to land out of bounds. Yeah. Uh, they land in bounds, but they jump across that little inside arc. Wow. Well, 
he's done it backwards, and there's video. Wow, yeah. sketchy, sketchy. It's insane, and he's not a small dude either, so you're just like, wow. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Are there ever, like, uh, I imagine there's probably pile-ups, like traffic jam, everyone just kind of Yeah, like, we call those dog piles. Yeah, dog piles. They happen occasionally. Is, yeah. Has there ever been any, like, um, real fights? Just someone taking it too far? <laughs> <laughs> There's more likely to be a skater on a ref than a skater on a skater. <laughs> I, it's just mouthy. We get yes. mouthy. Yeah. And we're not encouraging that. I'm just saying it, it happens. Exactly. <laughs> we, we try to make sure we hold back on that because our referees and non-skating officials are volunteers. Oh, yeah. And without them, we couldn't have bouts. So... We really appreciate them, and we've made it the role to be like, guys, you know, you gotta calm down. Yeah, they're just calm doing their job. <laughs> yeah, no one's gotten a fist fight. The most disrespectful thing we've encountered is the other team turning their backs to us when we did the high-five line. Oh, on the way out of the game? Just we do high-five lines. Everyone does it just when the bout's over. Yeah. You high-five the other team. You skate around the track. And uh, they were sore losers. (laughs) Yeah. Sore losers. Unfortunate. (laughs) Nasty people, and they turned their backs to us when we went to go. In front of, like, there's an audience there. Classless. Yeah. Classless. classless. (laughs) I almost got in a fight with them. But (laughs) But you didn't. I walked away. Skated away. I rolled away. Is there any, uh, what about amongst players? Like, when you're rolling around, do you ever just talk shit in the ear? Like, whisper shit at each other? (laughs) Like, I would. I would do that all day. That's what they do in basketball. I do, it, I do it if I know the person and I'm joking around. Yeah. Like, if we know the other team, I'll mess around with them. But I wouldn't do it. No. I don't I don't think I've hated anyone enough. I'll call out their penalties. That usually yeah. annoys people. Yeah. If they do something, you're like, forearm. It, it really bugs the hell out of them. Yeah. yeah. I get yelled at by these two because they're like, Pete, over here! Over here! Like, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> well, that's to help you. I'm talking about other people. That's <laughs> on the track. That's all that is. And stay with your colors. We work on that. Yeah. But, yes, um, it, it's funny because last night in, in, we had open scrimmage. And someone who's one of my teammates was on the opposing team. And I had gotten a back block while jamming. And I was jamming later on in the scrimmage. And it was one back block. She was smack talking. She yelled and said, she's like, watch, she's heavy on back blocks. I was like, whoa, hey. <laughs> it's like, all right, it's on. It yeah. was a good time. But not, it's all good fun. Do you guys uh, skate, like, uh, together, like, not for roller derby? Like, you ever just go anywhere and yeah. skate around? Like, yes. Yeah. At Silver City a lot, we go to the open skates. That's awesome. What about on the streets? Any yeah, other? canal skates. Can Actually, there's one right, right tonight that our In team's Bourne? doing. Yeah. yeah, That's awesome. That place is beautiful. I like going down yeah. and riding. I, nice. Me and my girl rode bikes there for a little while. It was awesome. Cool. What about skate parks? Do you guys ever get into it? Oh, Skater's Edge? Yeah. Um, I see your flyers got, at the edge. It's awesome. Yeah, we've got um, a guy that... His name is Tyson, and he has been roller skating forever, and he's been skating at parks. So he actually hooked on us his, up. On his skates? Not, yeah, on his quads. Oh, okay. So quads? Actually, Do you call them quads? Yeah. yeah. So he hooked us up with a place in New Hampshire. I wasn't able to go, but it was a skate park, and they rented it out just for Do you know the roller skating. Right, yeah, I was just there. Oh, cool. I'm actually going to teach camp there um, 
trying to figure out the leaks right now, but my buddy Bo works there, runs the whole place. Oh, sweet. They're going to carry all I need to. Thank you, Bo. Yeah. <laughs> we have a, I mean, there were so many pictures of people laughing, having a little blast at ride. It was a blast. Yeah. It was scary, a little bit when we first went, because, like, when you, like, drop down, like, we're all like, whoa, like, trying to get down, but it was really, really fun. Ooh. I'm afraid of it, uh, honestly. You didn't go? I'm, I didn't go to that, but I know some of the other girls have hit up Skater's Edge, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. It's it's a little intimidating. What you do? It was a little scary. What you do is you don't, you don't start at the top. You start on the floor and work your way up the ramp, and then... You know, that, that's what I teach when I do skate okay. lessons is you start on the floor and then you try to make your way up the hip a little bit on the edge, just a little bit at a time. And then you get used to it. Your body gets used to the balance because you guys are like mostly on flat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go up a ramp and stuff, it's going to throw your whole thing off. So you got to go incredibly slow. But it gets you get acclimated really quick, and then next thing you know, you're going to be jumping the pyramids. Nice. You might have to give it a try. You it's should. really fun, and you yeah. should. It's, it would be cool to see that at the edge. Um, and it'd probably get people's attention too if you guys made it. And and the good thing is Tuesday is girls skate for free. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. I haven't hit it up yet. There's not many girls that come, but usually it's a handful. Like, is it a, is it skateboarders that go? I mean, it, yeah, are there usually, anybody? Usually there's girl skateboarders, and then there's maybe a girl on a bike. Yeah. But like, I've never seen anyone on quads. I caught some flack on Facebook the other day oh, yeah. trying to look for a place to skate outdoors. That was I called it a skate park. I didn't mean. Like Skater's Edge, I just meant some place with jumps so I could challenge myself a little bit. Yeah. And I got a warning that skateboarders don't like people roller skating. Oh, I don't listen to them. That's just probably an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) An asshole with a skateboard. (laughs) I, I, like, my big thing is, like, I'm really happy when people are doing something active. Like, I really believe that enough, like, not enough people in this world take time out to do something that is active and that brings them joy and that makes them sweat like I, there's too many people that just work shitty jobs come home watch shitty tv yeah eat shitty food yeah. and like they never really like uh live life yeah. so like anytime i see anyone on skateboards rollerblades anything even scooters ian i don't really like scooters because it takes business (laughs) away from skateboarding yeah (laughs) sort of i think that they end up getting bored with scooters and then coming over to skateboarding because you can only do so much on a scooter and then it's like well now i gotta actually do the hard shit and learn how to ollie you know and that's Mm -hmm. but uh i i love when i see people doing something that like you're communicating you're gathering you're like having fun you're learning discipline and all this stuff and you're sweating i think that's huge not enough people sweat there's a lot of sweat. Yeah. That's awesome. Especially in the summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I say. That, like that saying, put your blood, sweat, and tears into it is very literal. Like, yeah. if you sweat and you fall down and you end up bleeding a little bit and then you put your whole heart into it and maybe it makes you cry sometimes or smile, like that's living life. And I don't think enough people do that. And it's very cool that you guys do this. Thank you. And it's a. Uh, and I hope it spreads. I hope it keeps growing for you. And if I can help in any way, we should definitely talk after about the podcast, trying to set you guys up. Yeah, that would be great. Because you guys could do it like, like you see how I do it. I just have this microphone, a laptop, and just get it online. I pay a small fee each month. It's like $10 or something just to host it onto Podomatic.com. And then uh, that's it. Nice. And uh, if you just keep at it, it'll spread because more people will hear it. You, sh- you share it with people. And then you can also – the great thing about this is, like, you can tell people – you can share your intent and why you do what you do and why you love it. And it just – that's infectious, you know what I mean, which is awesome. So 
But um, yeah, that's about the the hour limit. It goes by kind of fast, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. It's awesome. I was, was worried. No, yeah, <laughs> it not at all. Fast. It's always a little <laughs> awkward at first, but it gets. Was there anything else you guys wanted to mention to anyone out there thinking about joining or anything? Just do it. If there's any part of you that you that makes you go, wow, what if I could do that? You can do it and try it. Yeah. And, uh, don't forget, email mard.recruits at gmail.com. That's M-A-R-D dot recruits at gmail.com. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to the Mass Tech All-Stars because we are traveling to St. John, New Brunswick, Canada this weekend wow. for our first international bout against wow. the Shipyard Sirens. Very yeah. cool, very cool. Yeah, That's so. awesome. Before you leave, I'm going to have you write down all the links and the emails, and I'll yeah. share it on when I post this as well so people Excellent. will have it right there. So you don't have to write it down right now and remember yeah. it. It'll be when I post it. Great. Anything else? No. Thank no. you. That's it. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, guys. you. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, um, yeah, so everyone, check them out. And uh, I'll write all the links in below, and you'll have it. And uh, hopefully you guys will reshare the podcast as well so everyone can see it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Peace. I was like, what?